0: When I think about student food, the first thing that always comes to mind is baked beans on toast. And it's because this is the perception that everyone seems to have of students, that they can't eat healthy on a budget because that's an impossibility. But it's really not. And I think the thing that I don't understand is why students get sent off to university by their parents with bags and bags of food and supplies and cooking equipment yet they still don't know how to cook, and whether that's the fault of the universities or just how students are so underprepared, I'm not really sure, but there is definitely this assumption that students and food just don't go hand in hand, and why is this? Why can't students cook? Or can they cook? It's just this weird bizarre perception everyone has. Taylor and this is I Prefer Cooking the podcast. This week's topic, budget cooking. When I started I Prefer Cooking, I wanted to be this outlet to try and encourage other students to eat healthier and not spend a fortune on food. I remember walking into my university kitchen which I shared with I think 12 other people and there were so many ready meals in the fridge in the freezer and people just weren't cooking in the evenings they were just sticking something in the microwave or adding boiling water to something and it didn't make much sense and I started to think why this is and I asked them I said you know why don't you cook healthy foods and they just said well It's a lot of money. We can't really afford to buy organic and fresh food all the time. I started to realize that there is this assumption healthy food costs money. And that's just not the case. And I'm not the only one that thinks this either. Before you think this is just a little rant by me, my interviewee today is also an Instagram foodie and he is also a student. Robert Eads, also known as The Lean Sheen Chef, is a blogger, Instagrammer, influencer, whatever you want to use. He is there for your budget recipe needs. And he is also someone who, like myself, doesn't really understand why students don't eat healthily. Hello? Hi, is that Rob? Hi,
1: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, it is, yeah, it's that
0: Amy? The Lean Student Chef has over 25,000 followers. He is incredibly influential in the world of Instagram we did conduct this over the phone, so there are a few technical Hi, hey, issues. Hi, are you all right? Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Good. I'm a, a
0: hectic day. I'm... Like myself, Rob is also a final year student. However, he's studying in the amazing King's Cross at the Paul School. He's actually done university in Nottingham as well, but I'll let so him tell the you about that.
1: Came about. So I did my undergraduate degree in Nottingham before I started doing acting stuff. And I used to cook. So I used to cook, obviously, for me, because I played a lot of rugby. So I used to cook, try and cook, like, nutritious meals. And then, obviously, like everyone else at uni, I was obviously always on a budget. And then it sort of started being that my housemates would be like, oh, can you just cook for me, and I'll give you, like, two quid. And I was like, yeah, yeah, all right, go on then, go on then. Because most of the stuff I was doing was in batches anyway. Um, and that sort of developed, and then I stopped, obviously, left uni, and I didn't really go any further. And then when I started at... My current uni, I was living with a friend in London and obviously it was, everything was even more expensive suddenly. So I was on an even tighter budget and I was cooking for him and I, and he, and he so, so we'd just like go to, pop to the shop at lunchtime. Cause he was working hard on his, uh, grad job applications and things. And, uh, we'd pop to the shop and I'd always just grab something and cook for us both. And then he's, it was, it was actually his idea. He said, why don't you start like, an Instagram page for it and try and keep it to like a certain price. And I was like, I don't know, really, I don't know, like, I don't know how I do that or what I do with it. And then we chatted about it sort of long and hard. And then I started building up recipes in September last year till about December. And then come January, I was like, "I, I built up enough to sort of have one a day to do, to post. So I started posting them. And then it sort of just has grown from there, really.
0: Obviously you have such a big following, do you think that's partly to do with the fact that you post about lean student health?
1: I think so, I I also think that university students now are a lot more serious about adult life than they were even probably when I started, because it's so expensive now. I think everyone's sort of, obviously yeah people still go out loads and, uh, and that sort of thing, but I think people are working harder on their courses. I think people are also just more into fitness and healthy lifestyle than they were it's obviously hard to sort of pin it down to one particular thing but i think being able to combine both both the sort of fitness side of it and the healthy eating and budget side of it means it's just a more not necessarily a more attractive proposition but a different proposition to what anyone else is really doing
0: yeah definitely so obviously you say that more students nowadays are a lot more kind of clued in um, obesity mm. levels are just under forty percent for sixteen to twenty-four year olds. It is lower mm. than what we've seen in the past. But do you think like student obesity is an issue or do you think it's not as bad as it seems?
1: I mean, just in terms of following what I'm getting and how and how many people message me that are students and are like interested in what I'm doing and sort of excited by it. I feel like even if the problem is persisting, more and more people are seeing that there is a way to deal with it and there are, there are options uh, that, that, that people can take that don't mean completely radically changing your life and suddenly having 1,100 calories a day and losing 15 kilos in a week, if you see what I mean. In terms of obesity, I think that's a massive thing, but if you can make it feel like it's a gradual lifestyle change that's going to lead to results that will last, then it feels achievable for people. Um I mean, interestingly, my mum my and my stepdad both work in obesity specifically. They both sort of set up individual charities, obesity charities. So it's, it's, I guess that's had a sort of impact on my upbringing as well, which I suppose has influenced the page in, in its own way.
0: At my university, I know it's quite difficult to actually eat healthily on campus because healthy food is so expensive. And obviously, as a yeah, budget yeah. food blogger who talks about health food, do you think that that's an issue that universities don't have healthy definitely food? An issue.
1: It's definitely an issue. And it's an issue across the board. I mean, not, not just universities. Healthy food is, is expensive uh, in general, and unhealthy food is very cheap. So, I mean, they say, like, the obesity, back on that, they say it's the disease of the poor. And it's because there's no, like, there's no way of getting by unless you're buying very cheap food for a lot of people. And a lot of uni students are, by proxy, living with much lower means than they probably would be at home. Suddenly you go to university and you can't afford to be eating the sort of food that like, your parents are feeding you. People do buy cheaper food. Fitness scenery is an expensive industry. Team memberships are expensive, um, which why I'm trying to push more bodyweight training and things like that, that means it's affordable for people. You don't need a gym membership and you can do it wherever and whenever.
0: Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. I think that some university towns are more geared towards students and have a lot of offers on gym memberships, but I do think that in general it is quite expensive. So what do you think students should do about the fact that universities are so expensive when it comes to healthy food and gym memberships and things like that?
1: I mean, I think the only way to sort of categorically overcome it is to take it into your own hands and try and start off small, but work out how to cook for yourself. And it gives you a life skill, if nothing else. I mean, if you can learn how certain ingredients work together, I mean, they generally will work together no matter what the dish you're doing. It's an interesting question, because, I mean, there's obviously the argument that, like, student unions should be doing more to promote cheaper, healthy food on campuses. Um, But, I mean, as I say, the only way that you can, like, guarantee that going to be able to eat healthier food or do like a level of exercise that is going to mean that you're sort of happy and healthy by taking it in your own hands and there are loads of like ideas out there people are creating healthy recipes and living sort of healthy lifestyles and exercising regularly So don't necessarily pay 30 40 pound a month to go to the gym and five pounds a day on a salad from TOST or whatever it might be
0: so how important is it to you, that students do get cooking and do get in the kitchen?
1: I mean, not just because it means that people are cooking, and I'm obviously a foodie, so to speak, so I love food and I'd love to think that people are making tasty food and enjoying food in the same way that I do, but also just for your health and well being, your energy. Like when you're studying, especially going into like third year and final exams, things like that, if you're eating a more healthy, balanced diet, you're going to be in a much better position to work harder for longer rather than having five packs of crisps and two coffees, you're not going to be as productive.
0: If you could give one piece of cooking advice to students, and just general health advice, what would that be?
1: I think it would be to not make any change you're making too drastic, or it won't last. So start small in terms of like the changes you're, you're trying to make. Say that's like trying to have one meal a week more with less pasta and less cheese and less whatever. And slowly but surely make changes rather than thinking, right, next week I'm cutting out chocolate crisps, blah for the rest of my life. Everyone I know that's tried, <laughs> to, make, tried make changes, to make big changes, big changes. I mean some people you yeah, I mean some people it yeah, yeah, if yeah, you but manage, manage, to manage, manage to do you managed to make manage a huge change in your diet and your health and your exercise right. instantly. And and you and do. do you think this kind of education?
0: Students aren't taught to cook. when When they go to uni uni, that's all their their degree degree. there was some kind of cooking course as part of your introduction to uni i mean i mean hearing in the issues the trouble of
1: these things is that i mean it's a fantastic idea but whether it's actually transferable to putting into practice is another question and the the fact of the matter is that like there there are thousands and thousands of recipes online hundreds and hundreds of pages if you want to learn how to cook things that are easy healthy and delicious
0: more importantly
1: delicious but that the main thing that, that people think, like, oh, I love food, it's not nice. It is, if you're cooking in the right way. But there are infinite resources out there that are really easy to follow, quick to cook. And then I think as soon as you start to cook things yourself and realise quite how easy it is, then people suddenly will start cooking for themselves off their own back, making out their own recipes and enjoying food for themselves.
0: What's your favourite lean meal to cook?
1: Surfers are the best. Quick, easy, tasty meals. But I remember, like, I've got 10 minutes. Literally just throwing some chicken, vegetables, spices, and it's done. Yeah, I do love stir fries. They're so <laughs> easy. Not even washing up, though. Was a little bit of
0: a but
1: they
0: was... Yeah, that's true. Thank you so much for talking to me. Thank you very much. Nice you. Speaking. speaking with Rob really helped me put into perspective what the healthy eating world is. With so many takeaways and restaurants that serve unhealthy food, there's no wonder that there is an obesity crisis. It's not just students either, it's everyone. There are so many unhealthy options available to us that we don't seem to consider the other avenues and the other ways in which we can eat healthily and not spend a load of money. And I think that's really important and I think If I was to say anything about this podcast, it would really just be to remember that although those chips from McDonald's might look tasty, they're not going to give you any energy. They're going to just fill a hole as such. It's much better if you go for a healthier option. Sometimes this can cost more. Sometimes it can cost less. It all depends on where you shop and how you shop. And... The whole idea of healthy eating being something that only certain people can attain is completely ridiculous. If you want to hear more from Rob, you can follow his blog on uk. He's also on Instagram and Facebook, so you can find him anywhere you want. As for me, as always, I'm uk. <laughs> Thank you all very much for listening. I hope you stayed with it the whole way through, and I hope you found it interesting and exciting as much as I did. I'll be back this time next week, so if you like it, hit subscribe to hear next week's show without too many reminders. Thanks again for listening.